how sustainable is all of this? Because there's a sense, you know, when you look at the narrative in the international tax base, they talk about a global minimum tax. They talk about income should never go untaxed anywhere. Uh, the, the EU puts pressure on its member states to close those, uh, not just loopholes, but tax incentives that, you know, that skew the, the movement of labor and capital. Uh, even Dubai, the, the bastion of tax-free life, taxes are being phased in. Some years ago, we had the introduction of their sales taxes, which is VAT. Now you have the imposition of a corporate tax for domestic-facing uh, companies. And there's a, probably a consensus, a quiet consensus among tax professionals that say in the next 40 to 50 years, Dubai is going to have taxes like everywhere else. So Dubai is the last man standing is going to fall soon. Puerto Rico. How, I mean, what's your sense? Obviously, you don't have a crystal ball, but what's your sense? How sustainable is this? Well, I think that basically, uh, at least from the individual investor side, uh, probably, uh, I don't think that they will, let's say, have a, a lot of years of future for new applicants. Probably there are political pressures right now in Puerto Rico uh, because all, all of these movements in real estates, uh, there's a bubble right now on market prices and all the stuff. Uh, and basically, uh, if you want to make sure that this type of, of tax benefits may, make sense for the economy uh, of the lo of the territory, you need to actually act for another parts, right? Uh, right now, they only have to buy or purchase a home in Puerto Rico, but let's say to invest in or put their cash on Puerto Rico financial institutions, so that so you can like some kind of boom the the availability of funds in Puerto Rico financial institutions to provide uh, loans to that for to for economic movement. Uh, so probably if they persist, I think that they, they will need some changes uh, that they actually requires more than only living in Puerto Rico and purchasing a home. Uh, and but respect the four percent tax, uh, it has been decades in Puerto Rico. Uh, for 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 the tax benefits, uh, but certainly uh, and the global minimum tax as well, uh, based on the discussion, I think that that may change some kind of the rules for big companies. Uh, but at the end, from from my perspective, I prefer that territories like Puerto Rico mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily have all the powers to do. Uh, or enter into international agreements uh, or international tax treaties because we cannot do that. Uh, we are limited by the U.S. to do that. And we and Puerto Rico does not participate in any of the, the U.S. tax treaties. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I think that from, the, from that perspective, you need to give or allow these type of territories to promote their economics and incentive by their own because they don't necessarily have all the resources like any other big country with the all the resources that they have to promote the economic development and all the stuff. So we can we need to offer something, right, to to make sure that people move in or open businesses here. But at the end, from the government side, you need to ask for compliance, for investments in Puerto Rico, uh, for bringing funds to Puerto Rico, the creation of employment, and all the stuff. So I think that the global minimum tax makes sense uh, for certain areas and certain type of level of companies. But at the end, I think that 
you you cannot limit uh, countries to promote their location. For example, Puerto Rico is completely full around. Uh, it's an island, so the tourism is very important in Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico promotes the development of hotels, uh, short-term rentals, uh, provides actually tax credits for the investments and the construction of on hotels in Puerto Rico. So and also provides a 4% tax or 90% exemptions on property taxes, etc. So they need to persist, right? Uh, if you want to keep moving the economy, creating employees, employment, and all this stuff. So uh, it's a matter of making a balance, right? Uh, mm. Making sure that you, from a government perspective, is you are fiscal responsible mm. with, you, with all the stuff. You have uh, uh, an issue with making sure that you don't have significant tax rates for small mm. and medium uh, families and persons in, in Puerto Rico. Uh, but does not bring uh, all the tax benefits to big companies, right? Uh, because certainly there is a disparage and uh, changes in, in the persons and actually political pressures uh, to change that, so. Mm, yeah, so just to kind of summarize what, what my takeaway is from that, there, there are two areas to look at. There's the one area in terms of having Puerto Rico as your center of life. Look, there will probably be adjustments around that either loosening it up a little bit or maybe tightening it as, as things evolve. On the other side, the tax rate may move in the various spaces, but it will always be at a discount to the mainland to create an incentive for businesses and individuals to make Puerto Rico their economic home and to bring economic activity. So it, you, you, it may not be 4% forever, but it'll be less than whatever the U.S. mainland is asking for. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I got you. Gotcha. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.